Still no sign of Captain Cargill's command. Though well supplied, I've decided to ration my goods as if I were part of a post instead of the whole affair. There's a wolf who seems intent on the goings-on here. He does not seem inclined to be a nuisance, however, and aside from Cisco, has been my only company. He's appeared each afternoon for the past two days. He has two milky white paws. If he comes calling tomorrow, I will name him Two Socks. You're listening to The Night Before, a movie podcast. Each episode, we find a unique place in the city and share a drink and our thoughts about the movie we watched the night before. This is Lee, and I am joined, as always, by my husband, Jesse. So, here we are. Here we are. <laughs> Where are At we? The Independence, again. again. <laughs> I, I didn't do the research. I think this is our third episode here third or fourth maybe third or fourth i know we did black bear here mm-hmm. but i think We've we did a one couple other here one. yeah you have a really good memory but so we so it's in the evening we just ran a 5k we did just run a 5k well, we didn't so just this is our it. after beer 5k after 5k beer yeah so we ran one it was like a virtual 5k virtual called what is it run uh <laughs> I'm looking at the back of your shirt. It was for um, sponsored by To Write Love on Her Arms. Right. And it was a run for it, like run for mental health awareness. Yeah, Virtual mental run. health, addiction, all yeah. of that. Um, so we did that, and that was fun. So we did well. We both did. You did a little faster than me, but we were sub 13-minute miles. We were, which was fast for yeah. us, for both of us. So cheers to that. This is a beginning cheers. All right, I like that. I like cheers that. to finishing the 5K. And so, so now we're at Independent, which is in Seminole Heights, and we are drinking a IPA from Three Suns Three Sons. Brewery. It's called Dopalicious? Dopalicious. Is that what it's called? It is Dopalicious. I keep saying Dopetastic. No. Dopalicious. And it's a hazy IPA. It's really good. Really, what did really he say good. when you poured it, when you ordered it? He said, it's a hazy boy. <laughs> I said, yes, it is. I, was, I didn't expect that. I was like, is he talking that. about the beers? Is he talking about me? <laughs> Like I, didn't watch, I was like, watch it, it bub. Because I've it didn't running. say hazy, hazy IPA. It just said IPA. Yeah, yeah. Three Suns. Dopalicious. So we did that. We had a little food. We're on round two. And now we're ready to talk our 1990 movies. This is our 1990 episode. episode. We finally finished our five movies. Yeah, so we said it would be a month per year, but we've adjusted that. To whenever we get to whenever the five we finish films them, finished. Because there's so a lot going on. So it took us about two months. But that gives all our listeners time to li- watch we the movies, Oscars too. We had Oscars and film festival and all that stuff going on. So. And then at the close of this episode, we'll we're going to re- pick our 1991. We'll reveal our 1991 picks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That neither one of, you know, neither one of neither us know. Neither one of us have discussed. So we'll each pick two 1991 films plus Best Picture. Right. And this time around, though, we've each picked two movies, mm-hmm. and we did the best picture, Dances with Wolves. Mm-hmm. And your two picks, remind us, were... Were Awakenings and Pretty Woman. And I picked Young Guns 2 and Joe versus mm-hmm. the Volcano. Yep, she did. 
<laughs> so our goal in this episode is we're just going to do our personal ranking list going from five to one mm -hmm. to see if any of those films unseats what the Academy said was Dancing the best picture at yeah, the time, which was Dances with Wolves, starring mm -hmm. Kevin Costner. Mm -hmm. And we'll just do that format. We'll do our so old we'll format that we borrowed from another podcast. Yeah, I think it works. Called F This Movie, where we just go five to one. And if one of us, if one of our picks is higher on the list, we'll pause to talk about it until we get to that person's pick. That, that number, yeah. So number five. So, yeah, do you want to go first with your number five? I have a feeling our number five is the same. Definitely. I mean, I you, think. You hope so? I hope so. <laughs> My number five was 100%. This was not a hard oh, list no, for I'm, me I'm to make. I'm gripping the table right now. <laughs> But no, it's one of my picks. My number five was Young Guns 2. Yeah. Young Guns 2 was painful for me to get through. Like, that it was, was tough. It was tough. I have to admit, I was a bit disappointed <laughs> in that one. It didn't stand up to your to my memory. memory. Yeah. I mean, that happens because you're also a lot younger when you watched it. Well, and they don't play the Bon Jovi song till the credits. <laughs> so that's a bummer. <laughs> That's all anyone remembers about it. Yeah, the bon any Jovi moment, song. I'm like, Blaze of Glory is going to kick in now. <laughs> and it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not like Batman. The Batman. The Nirvana song, yeah. Batman. They play it like throughout the entire movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's num my number five, too. Yeah. We even had our I my oldest son watch it, and I kind of feel bad for even making him watch it. <laughs> well, without watching Young Guns 1, too. I mean, you don't need to see Young Guns no. 1 to understand 2. Mm -mm. But that was my other problem. It I was couldn't, tough. It I was tough. I couldn't remember if I liked Young Guns 1 better or Young Guns 2 better. But mm -hmm. I couldn't pick one, obviously, because it didn't come out in 90. Right. But as I'm watching Young Guns 2 that whole time, I'm like, maybe it's part 1 that's better. Definitely. <laughs> I think it definitely was part 1. I don't even think back in the day I saw Young Guns 2, but I definitely saw Young Guns 1. I can't remember if I loved it. Because that definitely is not my genre of movie, but yeah. it had all those actors that Pretty were so Boy, popular. Pretty Boy Westerns is not one of your genre yeah. of movies. <laughs> all those actors are very popular back in the day. They so were. I think I definitely did see it. Everyone did, I think. No. And, and some of the iconic scenes I was waiting for that I, in my memories, never appeared. So it might be Young Guns 1. Yeah, that was a mistake. So if we ever roll one, back to whatever year that okay, came out, 88 you. or 89. I got through it. It might get picked. Begrudgingly. But anyway. So we'll see. Yeah, so that was my number five as well. Okay. Even like early on, I, it was one of these like, oh, man. <laughs> what did I do? It didn't hold up. No. Emilio Estevez, Keith Sutherland. Yeah. Kiefer. Right. Yeah. Um, I think that's all right, so that we means we move on to that. our number four. Number four. I'll you, do my number yeah. four. Yeah. Um, Awakenings. That was my number four too. Oh really? So Awakenings, I really liked, but it did. It was slow for me. Like I don't remember. I remembered liking it a lot more than I did watching it again. I love Robin Williams, and I think I have this nostalgia. But for then you him. saw Patch Adams years later, and you're like, oh, this is the better <laughs> Robin Williams as the. I just remember really doctor. liking that movie for whatever reason back then, but I. I don't think it's terrible. I think it's still a good movie. I just didn't. It was still very dragged. It dragged on for me. Like, I didn't well, love I think, it I as much as I remember loving it. I mean, it was like your stereotypical Robin Williams, like, idealistic, optimistic, joyful 
outlook. Yet yeah, tinged yeah, with... Yeah, he didn't really play a funny character. No, no, he's not playing funny, but yeah. like that he believes in these people. But then he also carries that emotional weight. Like, you see that pain yeah. in his character and the struggle. So that was good. And Robert De Niro, it's, it's like, it's funny, right? It's Dustin Hoffman's Rain Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is the character we remember from back in the mm-hmm. day. It's like, wow, Dustin Hoffman was Rain that Man, was right? He did a movie, person yeah. with mental illness. Mm-hmm. Robert De Niro did a... Great job of playing that, playing playing the disease, and 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 was like really convincing. Like he was somewhat unrecognizable, right? As him, as a person, and he did a great job with it. But I think that's one of the things that maybe is the distracting part of the film. Of oh well, Robert De Niro is so good. Robin Williams is like dialed in, but as an overall movie, it's just like. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It was, it dragged on. There were good parts. There are definitely good aspects to it, but it dragged on for me. I I didn't enjoy it as much this time around. And I had never seen it. uh, We may be ranked exactly the same. I doubt it. You don't think so? I think the curveball's coming. Okay. (laughs) I think the curveball's coming. Okay. Um, But, (laughs) but, um, yeah, it was my first Awakenings viewing. Yeah. I'm glad I saw it because I've seen that like iconic cover when mm-hmm. it's like Robert De Niro out in the water and yeah. Robin Williams. Uh-huh. You know that that scene's in the movie. Yeah. So I was happy to have finally seen it. But and and I feel like the mental hospital movie mm-hmm. is, was a thing back then. It's sort of like not a thing anymore. It's not. No. <laughs> I mean, a mental mean, hospitals really aren't a thing like no, that anymore. Not. But it definitely kind of was a genre of film at one point. It was, for sure, yeah. And now it's not. That was intriguing back then. Yeah. You know? So. It really was, but anyway. Um, number so, yeah. three? So that's your number three. Oh, my number three was... We're flying through this list. I know. <laughs> no controversy yet. No. My number three is Joe versus the Volcano. That is higher on my list. Uh, of course, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I but well, so we're not going to so talk, we won't about, talk it about it in a minute, but it's going to be we will actually talk about it here now because my number three is Pretty Woman, and that's higher on my that's list. Higher on your list. So, so let's talk Joe. So, my number three is Joe, and your number three is Pretty Woman. Yeah. So, I really like Joe versus the volcano a lot. I, I, I mean, I liked it a lot, like, there, there's not much I didn't like about it. At all, but when I put it next to Pretty Woman and so that the Hanks, the the Tom Hanks, Meg Ryan rom com doesn't beat the Richard Gere, no, Julia Roberts, no, 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 no. no, So my question is, which one is the more far fetched concept? The Joe versus the Volcano. (laughs) I didn't get to finish the question, right? Yeah, no, the definitely. Suffering from a supposed brain cloud. Which he didn't issue, really have. Which he didn't have. And going, being paid by a rich man to go jump into a volcano to satisfy these people on the volcano. Or the rich man who pays a prostitute to be 
his companion for a week. I mean, that's week. not far that But they're far both back. kind of the same movie in uh, some ways. It's rich people. I mean, it's rich people exploiting. for what they want. It's exploiting others who are below True. them. Which is a funny that both movies carried that overall True. theme. That I think that <laughs> I love Beck Ryan and I love Tom Hanks. But the... Well, we're not talking about Pretty Woman yet, but... Well, let's just say, where's Pretty Woman on your list? It's number two. Yeah. Okay. So we'll talk about Pretty Woman next. Yeah. Because Joe versus the Volcano is my, number, lo- is my again, number two. Yeah. I love Meg Ryan, and I love Tom Hanks. But just putting it up next to Pretty Woman, it's it to me, Pretty Woman weighs out at any every time. But I super, super, super enjoyed Joe versus Volcano. Uh, there's... I mean, I would... It was my first watch of it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't watched it back in the day. I've seen it so many times. Which is strange because I, I loved Meg Ryan and Tom but Hanks. It, but, it's, but it's a weird movie. It's a weird movie. And I can appreciate that now. I don't know that I would have sought it out to see it back then. Just based on where like I was it's, at. It's three little mini movies in one. Mm-hmm. Like Meg Ryan plays three different parts. That's right, what's intriguing. Right. Yeah, like it, that is even, intriguing. Like, even my early viewing, I didn't re- fully realize it. Mm-hmm. But even you were like, is that Meg Ryan? Yeah. She plays three different parts. She plays her sister. Her, she, her sister. She plays she plays two, She plays two. sisters. Uh-huh. But then at the beginning of the movie, she plays just his co-worker. Oh, yeah. Right. His co-worker. Right. And it's like the third Meg Ryan that you meet is closest to what the Meg Ryan you see in movies. Right. The first two Meg Ryans are more like caricatures. Yeah. You know, like... And I really I really liked how she played that first character. Yeah. That was like my favorite Meg Ryan in that movie. So the whole movie was weird in the fact... One of the reasons I like it and why I got my number two mm-hmm. was that um, it's almost... It almost feels... Like a dream, like the whole movie's set like a dream. It's not based in reality. Right, right, Like the, right. the first 30 minutes is the factory mm-hmm. where he works, and it's all, like, stylized and right. bleak and depressing. And then the second part of the movie is, is just, like, a weird voyage movie when they're on the boat and they're yeah. doing all this stuff. And then the third part of the movie, they're on, like, a weird the island. island. Yeah. Um. And I just like how it changes so much, and none of it actually. And there's all these elements that carry over that, like symbolism, mm-hmm. like even like when the lightning strikes and the volcano erupts, it looks just like the lightning bolt that's at the factory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe he did have a brain cloud or some sort of brain. Yeah, they were. I mean, like I said, I really, really liked it. Or the I, fact, I couldn't yeah. put it above pretty well. Or the, the fact that, that there's like the three Meg Ryan's. Is it like? These women all have, like, the similar elements of who he's, like, meant to be, fall in love with. Right, right. Yeah, uh-huh. there was a lot of symbolic elements to it that were really good, really good. But also, at the same time... I'm glad I watched Under it. modern lenses, which then we'll get to Pretty Woman, our two and threes are both fairly problematic films under modern lenses. True, true. So even Joe, its problematic piece is just... This island culture. Yeah. That's, they need to be appeased by, you know, they chant their their songs in island language. Yeah. 
they drink orange soda. Yeah. And weird. they want to appease the gods by someone sacrificing. Sacrificing it seems, a person. But I, yeah. So it's a little weird watching it. You're like, is this, you know, is this kind of like a bit problematic these days? But, yeah. But I, I talked about, they do talk about how it's like a made up culture of a mix of different cultures sit on this weird island. So I don't know. Yeah. Some saying Joe versus Volcano hasn't fully been canceled yet. No. I wouldn't cancel no, it. No, you know what I'm saying? It's this like weird island. They're, they're saying it's a yeah. weird island culture. Yeah, 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 like yeah. They're almost making fun of that fun island Fun of that culture or whatever. Mm -hmm. But, but it's not I, a I real, don't think it's a real culture. It's not. No, they say it's not. It's a mix of different yeah. people. I don't, I don't see it as problematic. But the whole time you're watching the third part, you're like, all right, don't. Don't you know, cross the line here. I didn't think don't that get inappropriate. at all. And, but they don't. They don't. I'm like watching I know, but cautiously. I did not watch it cautiously like that. Maybe I was because I brought it to the, yeah. the viewing. No, I didn't think about that at all, yeah. really. But no, Joe vs. Volcano, it's a, it's a favorite. I saw it as a kid in the theater. I liked it. I'm really glad I saw it. And I think it's a quirky Tom Hanks movie that mm -hmm. just gets overlooked. It's artistic. Mm -hmm. For sure. And out of that Meg Ryan, Tom Hanks, what, trilogy of mm -hmm. films? It's Sleep the one. Sleepless in Seattle. Sleepless it's in the Seattle. one no one really talks about. Yeah, no, but it was really good. So we're really bringing good. Joe versus Volcano back. So Pretty sure. Woman was my number three, your number two. My number two. We just swapped them. So Pretty Woman, I just love like every second of it. Like we actually just watched it today. That's the one we just watched. And I thought I would kind of doze off throughout it. Mm hmm. Because I'm a little tired. But I didn't. I was just, like, captivated. It's one of those movies that I loved when I saw it. Mm -hmm. I love every minute of it now. I did, you know, Julia Roberts is slightly cringy at a lot of moments in is it. She? To me. I don't think so. A little cringy in the way she's acting. Um, I felt a little refreshing. Because I remember watch, I was watching it, and I'm like, man, I, this was like pre, before Julia Roberts was kind of like Julia Roberts in every this film. This really made her film. Uh, no, made but I'm saying famous. she acted a bit different than she, than she acted right. post-Pretty Woman. I mean, um, in her trying to act like someone who doesn't have class or whatever like it was someone, a bit over the top it some of the parts were slightly cringy and that like we're like a not little gonna be that anxious about using forks right at, at a fancy yeah dinner. so some of that was like ooh, it was a little cringy to me but or like you don't have you don't know how to eat you know snails or it kind you're right well I don't know if I would have known how to eat. But you're not going to be. You're not going to be. But you're not going to flip the thing. Out and of you're not going to be scraping yeah. the things off the True. the pate and whatnot. So some of that was, but it didn't bother me because not looking at it through a modern lens, just looking at it through how I want to enjoy it. I just loved like the whole romance of it. I think Richard Gere is awesome he has such kind eyes and i think the chemistry between them in the movie well, this is like is the just... richard gear heyday of when he was and mr sexy they're both beautiful people mm -hmm. and it's just like fun to watch that kind of julia roberts is beautiful but and i just love that movie i'm not challenging it too much because i didn't 
but as you think about it, I never thought the romance was that strong between them. It was this, like, what did she truly... What, no, I, uh, what did I she truly... But what did she truly... Uh, up until maybe the very end, what was she, did she truly fall in love with? I think she fell in love with being treated with respect and, like, being doted on. Like, you know, like, uh, I, I really... But yet there were, scene, there were multiple scenes where Richard Gere reminded her, that, like, look... I'm paying you to do whatever I tell you to do. Right, because I think that was their way. I mean, first of all, first, that's the way it was, mm -hmm. right? And then he reminded her of that, and she... But then as it went on, I think some of those reminders were because they were actually had a chemistry, and he was kind of reminding himself in a way, and she was kind of reminding herself because they were did have a... A chemistry, and I think she fell in love with being treated in a way she had never been treated. And yeah. even though they had sex and this and that, he wasn't like gratuitous with her. No, or it's no, no. He he treated her very well. Um. And I think she started. I mean, in a way, they started to like understand each other in a way, and he. She brought out, like, he was such a workaholic and whatnot yeah. that she well, it brought was, it's out. Part, that's the other element of the film, right? The, this like, is silliness the, and, like, relaxed nature. This you have, he's, I mean, it's a. I mean, yes, it, it, in it, six it, days, it's a little, like, over the But it's the top, a romantic comedy happen, trope, right? He's the straight character, mm -hmm. like, Mr. Straight Laced. Mr. Serious. I mean, is it 100% realistic? No. And she's but. the eccentric, outgoing person right. that teaches him to take his shoes off and enjoy the grass. And enjoy the grass toes. and relax, take the day off of work. Yeah. You know, like, don't take advantage of people, you know. Yes. No, he had the true, like, character arc change. Right. And that's, he was I mean, the dynamic character. And I mean, she was, but she wasn't. I don't take the view... Like, oh, this is a man paying for what he wants, and he gets what he wants. Right. He does have to make some changes in consensus, and she does have some strength as a character. She definitely she shows strength up. as a character. Yes. I mean, she explains why she got into the business. Mm -hmm. I mean, well, the movie, the movie likes to play her ass. Like I said, it's a big Hollywood movie, right? She's like a prostitute with a lowercase p. Meaning, like, she's, she's kind of a prostitute, but not really. Like, they downplay it. And and to well, make she was new at it. Yeah, and they even show they even try to show you the harshness of it is when Jason Alexander's character, like right. re repeatedly refers to as a hooker, right, to be demeaning, and the movie's like, no, she's not. She's not like a crackhead hooker like the ones we're talking about. She's just down on her luck, right, prostitute. And that's. You know, whatever. I mean, I mean, that this, doesn't this bother me to about like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but tries to smooth it over. But I feel like. But I think, but I think at the end of the day, you got to remember. It's is like, it realistic this that This is a romantic someone, comedy, not like a feminist right, work of art. It was not a feminist work of art. But they did show her as a strong character. She left the money on the bed at the end. And she was like. You know, well, she, no. she repeatedly p throws in his face and challenges his thinking of her well, and what she wants. Yeah. And that it's, 
what anybody wants is the fairy tale relationship. Mm-hmm. And why and, doesn't she deserve that? And as she well? deserves it no matter what. And she's, and from the beginning of the movie, right? They say, "This is on our terms." When right. they're still just turning tricks on the street, they say, right. "What's the rule? We we do it our time, whatever it is, our rules, our time, right, right, or right. whatever." Um. And the movie does carry that theme. Right. She struggles with it because she gets caught up in the, the luxury of the money and wealth. Of course, yeah. But then she realizes she wants more than that. Right. And she, she puts it love. on his, on him to say like. So no, I, it's good. I just, you can hear, you can hear the the twenty twenty two argument of. Oh, well, it's just a man. Pay, in get, power. Gets to buy what he wants yet again. Right. And he wins her over by all his wealth and. But it wasn't. Quarter from. Tw- it wasn't made in. Qu- quarter of a million dollar necklace. This movie would not have been. You know made what my favorite character was? The hotel manager. Oh yeah, yeah, I love. I him. thought he was the best. Char- the best. He's so good. Down to earth character. I like him so much. In the movie. Yeah. The true like sort of guide Sherpa for yeah, Julie Roberts for and her. Richard Gere. Mm-hmm. I liked him a lot. Like, you think he's going to be the judgmental kind of trouble villain for her mm-hmm. in the situation? But he's truly the one who's helping her um, adjust to this different world without any real judgment. Right. Well, he doesn't live in that world either. That's true. That's, That's true. the thing. And she said that. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't really live in this yeah. world. He goes home to a modest apartment or house yeah. or whatever. Well, in the know? beginning, Richard Gere doesn't even really see Acknowledge him. Acknowledge him. That's yeah, when yeah. I chuckled when he's like, um, he's trying to give Richard Gere his card real quick. And he just like, yeah. who are you? And walks away. Right. When in reality, he's been helping him the whole time. Like, you know. Yeah. But so you know, you know I, I don't think a- that movie would have been made in 2022. And it's unfortunate because. It's it might such not a be made. Movie. It might be made, but maybe just not as popular. Right, because people would be so judgmental about it. But here's one of the bigger issues, right? Bigger controversies. Um, I'm looking at the cover of the movie. Uh huh. That's not the outfit she wears. It's not. It actually is the outfit on the but popular it's a different cover. Color. They changed the color. That's weird, right? Her dress should be blue, and her top. I think it's like blue too. White. Or Her white. top is white. It's white. You're right. But they changed the skirt to be That's black strange. and the thing. I to be, guess well, it's I think just it to works. Look better with the words the graphic and stuff. Design. But anyway, I noticed but, that. But I mean, Richard Gere is phenomenal in that movie, and so is Julie Roberts and her friend, who I've seen in a couple different movies. Yeah, she's popped up in things. She was also in some TV shows. She was really good too, and I, I just love that movie. I just can't put. As much as I love Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan, I can't put it above them. I can see how you like it more. Like I said, I really enjoyed it. It made it my top three. Yeah, true. Of 1990. So our top one is the same. It's the best picture. We it agree, really we was. We agree with the Academy. I have to say. Dances I, with Wolves. I had never seen Dances with Wolves. No, let's be fair. It did take us, what, two nights or three nights to watch it? Maybe three. I think because it's three hours long. I think we watched we like watched an hour We watched it in three, hour, yeah. three one-hour chunks. I loved it. It was really good. I mean, nothing compares to it that we of, saw. Of what we saw. Of, of those, what we of saw. Of those five. I mean, it's epic. It was so good. There was every component of a good story in it. Like, 
Kevin Adventure, Costner was great. love. The handling of the Native American tribes I thought was, was good. Wonderful. That's another thing. Think about prob- so problematic. Good. You're like, oh, any minute now this is going to do something cringy. So good. But no, it was good. It was really good. The I mean, only I thing really that wasn't great it. about it what? is any of Kevin Costner's overdubs. Oh. Right. When he's reading his diary. Yeah. It's like, does he know how to read? Is he in fifth grade? <laughs> like, yeah, part of it, you're like, is this him, like, as a, like, as a soldier of the time? Like, not being able to read like very well? Like, he can barely well? read, but I'm like, he can write and draw really well. I think he would be I able think to. It's weird how he reads so non-fluently. It's, like, yeah. it sounds awkward and it's distracting. It was, it was comical. Yeah. That was strange about it. But other than that, everything... <laughs> but he does it so much. <laughs> I know. Everything about the movie was flawless, really. It was that was really a really good, good picture. I remember seeing part. it as a child. That was your first viewing, though. That was my first viewing wow. of it. I, I never saw it for whatever reason. So you agreed with the Academy. You I agreed did. with the Academy, yeah. So that's what's fun about this. Like, you're like, okay, I guess that was the best picture. Of it definitely was 1990. the best picture. I guess what we saw. I mean, we could we didn't see every pic- movie of 1990. We didn't even I know, look at... Well, we looked through the list. Of, like, 100 films that we picked, but we didn't even look at the... Who, but that's one thing we don't do. We don't look at the other nominees that year. I mean, I do look at the other nominees. We didn't for 1990, did we? Do you know what those films are? Mm, I don't remember, no. Yeah, see... I'm, I'm sure we looked at them, but I, I don't let that weigh on what my pick was necessarily. No, no I don't either. But I'm saying, yeah, we're not look. As I'm saying, yeah. not like we did for the Oscars. Right. For this right, year, right, where right, we right. watched all ten right. of those films for yeah. Best Picture. Yeah. For sure. No, so it'd be interesting to see in a few minutes, because Costner followed this up with Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh. As a 1991. Oh, film. right, right, right. Uh, will that make you the one of our lists in a few minutes? I like we're at Independent and they're playing um, Pine Grove. Pine, we endorse them as a podcast. This we is do. Pine Grove. We do. And, uh, <laughs> this playing is on the Pine music. Grove. <laughs> this, this is their second appearance on the podcast. Oh, is it? As background music. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I don't know if there's much to say about Dances with Wolves other than like go it's see amazing. it. amazing. See it again. Don't hesitate, but you can watch it it's in three It's a long nights. movie. It's long. Just break it up. But it's good. It feels like Every night we turned it back on, I was excited to turn it back on. You know it feels it's like just, that? I, so, we didn't want to stay up that late. Well, I'm glad you like it, though, because it does feel kind of like a dad movie. It's like the kind of movie your dad's going to put on. Your dad's like, you got to watch this. Plus, have you guys seen Dance with the Wolf? You're like, yeah, Dad, we've seen Dance with the Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make our kids watch it. It's like, what are you watching again? Watching Dance with the Wolves. <laughs> True. I was like, whether like your dad's like 40 or 75, he's putting on Dances with Wolves I at some feel like point. like back in the day, was that a movie that was always on? My, yeah, no, at it some was. some point, HBO or something? I, knew, I mean, it was, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I saw it a couple times. So much so when I'm watching this film, every time all of it was familiar. Yeah. Well, no, not for me, but yeah, I knew the whole concept of it and the, even the feel and look of it. So I probably caught parts of it i just had never like sat down and watched it from start to finish yeah so our favorite film of 1990 is uh, dance with wolves Wolf. <laughs> all right that's good okay so i guess we move on we move on to 1991 so our next yeah episode like this will be 1991 focused yes but 
That could be like two, one to two months from now. It could be whenever we finish watching. Them. So we're definitely watching Sounds of the Lambs. That was best that's picture. the best picture of 1991. Jodie Foster. I'm not. I love Jodie Foster. Hopkins. I'm not looking forward to watching Have Silence you seen of the Sounds Lambs. Of the Lambs? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. 100% I've seen it. I think yes. I've seen it two or three times. Yeah, I don't think I've seen it two or three times, but I've 100% seen the whole thing start to finish. Yes. And then within a year or two of the movie's release, I read the book. Oh, I did not read the book. And no. then I read the book. That came before it. Oh, God, you'd love it. You're a fan. Um, Manhunter or what? I think the movie, yeah, Manhunter. And then I read the book after. Oh, God. Hannibal. Okay. So we got that to contend with. (laughs) (laughs) I really like the Sansa Lambs book. I see that. I'm saying this is going to be a tough movie to unsee. I don't know. There's some good movies. I know you, looking through the 1991 list, you said you didn't find that many. I struggled I to find one, ones two, that I could three, really four, go for. Five, six. All right, so we got five no, movies seven. to watch for our 1991 episode. Um, seven. I found seven. Since you have so many, we wrote them on little coasters here at. Um, <laughs> we got to take pictures of our coasters. We'll post our coasters. We'll post the coasters. <laughs> so our thing is we're each going to pick two that mm-hmm. we think will either be what? Better than Sansa Lambs. A contender. A contender. Something we like better. It could be something we've seen. Or something we've always wanted to see and we're thinking, hey, I think this might be better. I'm just, if I knew then what I know now. Right. Something. So since you have so many, I'll let you do your first one. Well, I know 100% my first one. That was not a hard pick All for right, me. So what is it? So my first, you know what it is. What? My first one is Thelma and Louise. Louise. I love that movie. Yeah. And I think I think one of them won maybe Gina Davis won supporting actress. Okay. Or whatever. And Brad Pitt's in it. This is like a famous early Brad Pitt film. I don't even think about Brad Pitt when I think about this movie, but yeah. Small role. Um, I just love that movie. I think it's iconic for that year. Like it really, it's a strong woman movie back in the 90s. The the whole, before memes were memes, the whole ending is a a meme. A very iconic. Mm -hmm. I just, I just love it. Susan Sarandon and Gina Davis. That was Gina Davis's like high, highlight moment. You know I like Gina Davis. (laughs) I know you like Gina Davis. (laughs) That's all I'll say. (laughs) Anyway, that's, that was not the hard pick for me my second I'll be one honest, was my hard I think pick. it could be a contender out of anything we've said for so far sure. I think between it's I think it's just my I'll write it down now everybody's at home write it down I think it's either it's going to come down between Sansa Lands and Thelma and Louise for sure 100 percent yeah all right there's a lot of other good movies I feel like that year but Thelma and Louise is a standout movie I've seen it once early close to when it came out mm. not in the theaters or anything but like it's on TV it's on whatever you and I can't it. wait to watch it again I'm yeah, really excited I'm excited for that. I figured you'd pick it yeah alright so it's Sansa Lambs Thelma and Louise my first pick is a film I've seen I wonder if it's on my list I didn't see it in 91 I saw it probably closer to 94 95 heck maybe even 1996 okay starts Keanu Reeves I have this one on my and list. The Late River Phoenix. I have this one on my list. Right, well, this is it, my it, number two. It gets crossed off. Uh, uh, my okay. own private okay. Idaho. That was mine. Yeah, you've seen it? Yeah. Wow. I've, I've seen only it. seen it once. Like, probably when it came out, I saw it. 
No, it's one I saw. On that this was, that's what I decided was my number two. Early on when I was okay. discovering more like indie, arty cinema. It was directed by Gus Van Sant. Um, and of course it had River Phoenix and Keanu Reeves mm -hmm. in it. Like, who are, what is this sort of smaller, weird, mm -hmm. about a narcoleptic? Yeah. But they're like, they're like Johns. They're like prostitutes. Yeah, yeah. Um, going on this journey. Journey, yeah. So when I saw that's on the list, I was like, I got to revisit my own private Idaho. And it's yeah. another one of those that Me too. I thought is that kind too. of a cult classic mm -hmm. that has its lasting appeal. And sure. so I was like, my own private Idaho on the list. That was my first pick. That was, that was the only easy pick for me. My only so friend. that was my second pick. All right, well, then you get one, a different one off your list. Oh, my God. Now I have to pick a different one. Okay. All my other ones were, like, iffies. All my other ones are iffy, too. Oh, you're, you're coming in strong. Like, oh, I know. 1991 no, no, no. is okay, a landmark, so is a landmark year in cinema. Okay. So here, can I tell you my list? No, because I might have something, and I might. Oh, well, okay. Afterwards, we'll, we'll say what we have left over. Because that's your number one. Yeah, I have an, I've, I have okay. one, two, three, four other films. I hate to go with this next pick. You, you know why? Oh, right. Okay. Uh, um, okay. So. What is she going to pick? I'm trying to decide between two right now. Um. I don't know. Oh, sorry. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, uh, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can't even say it. Everybody's waiting with bated breath. I know. Like, she's going to pick Hook. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Oh. It's going to be my girl. Terminator 2. I'll just name it 1991 films. I'm going to go with Frankie and Johnny. Frankie and Johnny. Tell me about Frankie yeah. and Johnny. I don't even know if I know this film. I think this is another Robert De Niro. I knew when I looked we it up. We have another like, De Niro oh, film yeah. on the list, Cape Fear. Hold on. i got to make sure I'm saying the right one. Frankie and Johnny. I looked it all up and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that movie. I think that, that was a really good movie. Frankie and Johnny is better... I'm sorry, not Robert De Niro. This is Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer. Okay, okay. Yeah, sorry. I was going to say, Robert De Niro's in um, another 1991 film, Cape No, no, Fear. no, sorry. I was getting him mixed up with Al Pacino. So it's romantic comedy. It's Al Pacino, Michelle Pfeiffer. And I really liked it. I remember it being like my grandmother and I saw it in the theater together. I remember it being like one of my favorite movies. And... That was a contender with another one, but I can't pick another Robin Williams movie. I can't. Oh, uh, so you were thinking one. the Fisher King? Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> pick another. I'm not gonna do it. So this was my. I was going in between this one and the Fisher King, and I was like, I'm gonna go with this one because okay. I remember I'm really, really liking Johnny. it. Who's, who directed this? Do you have I, the director? I never know the directors, but no. I could look it up. Hold on. It's directed by Gary Marshall. Oh, it's a Gary Marshall film? 
I don't know who Gary Marshall is, but. No, you, you know Gary Nathan Marshall. Nathan Lane is in it as well. And um, I, I really liked it. I'm looking at it here. I thought it was uh, a really good movie. Listen, it's well, Rinchy. I mean, it's. I mean, it's funny you picked two Gary Marshall films in a row. Did I? Well, he, produ- he, he directed Pretty Woman. Oh. So we know. So I we must know what like, you like Gary we, Marshall. We know what you like. You like Gary Marshall films. <laughs> I like romantic comedies. Okay, so. That leaves me for my number two. I'm down to like. Was the Fisher King on your number? Fisher King was like a fringe pick. It was. Okay. I, I kind of wanted to do the Fisher King, but I really wasn't. Okay. So, but my other two remaining are ones that I haven't seen. Oh, okay. But I feel I need to see them. I so hope I've seen it. Feeling any, Well, I might have seen one of these, and the one I'm going to pick, I've, I've probably seen enough. Okay. I've seen clips of it. I, I don't. I just haven't dedicated to sitting watching it. So I am picking just to sort of fill in the gaps and to give it a, a solid, focused watch. Um, I was going to pick Barton Finch, but I'm not. I, I it's don't a Coen Brothers that. film. Okay. Um, but I'm not doing that one. So that was one of my contenders. Instead, I'm going to pick Boys in the Hood. Oh, okay. I've seen that movie. Boys I like that movie. I almost picked that I movie. I remember, like I said, I don't, I know I've seen some I of it. I don't remember the whole movie. Or what I did, or I have seen the whole thing, I don't remember all of it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, that one I need to go see. Again, it could be a contender. Mm-hmm. For sure. I think, who directed it? Spike Lee? Uh, uh, John Singleton. Oh, okay. I think it won awards that no, year. No, it did. And so... I saw some of it or not all of it back in the day, so I wanted to revisit. So that's my pick, Boys in the Hood. So our five are going to be... Frankie and Johnny. Sansa Lambs. Sansa Lambs, My Own Private Idaho, Thelma and Louise, and Boys, Boys in the Hood. Hood. That's going to be a, that's a this good This is going to be a that's, good one. That's a good fight. I'm really looking forward to watching all those I movies I know. We already again. know what number five is going to be. That's fun. What? No, I'm just joking. Are you being mean? <laughs> no, yeah, a little Frankie bit. Frankie and Johnny? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> you haven't even seen that. I know, but with those other four, how could it not be number five? <laughs> you're like, it's purposely my number four now. <laughs> I think you're being judgmental. All right, so what were some other ones on your list that didn't make it? I was just joking. Um, well, that didn't make it. I was just writing down ones I really liked yeah. that year, and then I was like, yeah, but they wouldn't be contenders for Best Picture. So but backdraft, no, I love. It's something you think we would enjoy more than okay, the best backdraft. picture. I thought only because of Kurt Russell. I thought, but here's a. Th- I'll give you a little hint. I tried watching backdraft a couple months ago one day. Mm-hmm. I bailed. Really? Yeah. I really loved it back in the day. Probably because of it's Kevin ba- Bacon. Kevin Bacon, because I love. And Kevin I would Bacon. go in for Kurt Russell. But no, I backed out. I watched everything with Kevin Bacon in it. I was like, it. backdraft? After back Footloose, forget about it. Anything Kevin Bacon so anyway, was I don't in, think, I watched. I don't think it would have been as compelling as we thought. Okay. Sleeping with the Enemy. Yeah, I, I thought because of Julie Roberts, she might get but a nod. But it got 40% on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm. That's not good. So I was like, maybe I just liked it because 
of the woman abuse. I think that was like, Julia it, Roberts but it was her thing. big movie after yeah. Pretty Woman, so everybody yeah, was paying everybody attention. Everybody watched it. And, and then, of course, gotten... one of my favorite movies that I would watch again and again and again, but I know wouldn't be up for Best Picture, Father of the Bride. Yeah. But again, I you could have picked it because it, 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 all it has to be is something you think we would like better than the Best Picture. Yeah, but <laughs> I really loved Father of the Bride. That was my but I agree, But one. Father of the Bride, it kind of got it's overdone because they did a part two. Yeah, but... I'm I'm just thinking Father of the Bride Part One. And then they did, but I'm saying the franchise sometimes. Yeah. You take it too out. far, it 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 hurts the but original Steve source. But Steve Martin's great. And they did that weird you know. Father of the Bride, COVID. I think special. Frankie and Johnny's better than Father of the Bride. I hope so. But I know it is. So those so those were your picks. Those those are my other ones on my list. Yeah. I didn't have many. I did the Barton Finch, as I said. Um, Cape Fear was on my list. Oh, I like I saw that. I like that yeah, a lot. Cape Fear. Um, and though I knew it wouldn't be like kind of like your father of the bride. Like what about Bob? Oh yeah, I, I like that too. Was a possibility. And then I kind of wanted to give City Slickers a chance. I think I saw that, but I don't remember it. Like Is Billy, that like um, Christian Slater? Billy Crystal. Oh, Billy Crystal. Billy Crystal, Chevy Chase, I think so. Oh, maybe. okay. But I know okay. Billy Crystal. I was thinking something else. Chevy Chase might not be, and I might be thinking of um, Three Amigos. But Billy Crystal's in yeah. City Slickers. Okay. No, so I think well, we did some good I picks. I think we have some good picks. So anybody else can watch along those yeah. five films, and then about and then a month or two, we'll talk whatever. about Whatever. We're not going to commit. <laughs> no. Our goal is to eventually get through the whole decade. We will. I know. This might take us two years instead of one. Maybe. <laughs> That's it's cool. okay. We got all the time in the world. All right. So this is good. Our 1990 episode. Yeah. This was fun. 1991 been prepped. This was a good Sunday fun day for and us. And then who knows whatever our next movie is. We'll Why? Wait. We watched a movie yesterday. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that's, we're not going to podcast. We're not going to podcast about that one. Not everything we watch gets podcasted. That's true. Because so, that would time. be the night before we'd have to talk about it right now. And our beers are empty. And we're going home. And there's, weirdly, at 10 o'clock at night, there's... No one at Independent. Well, no, there's weirdly beach-clad people showing there up. There is. In Isn't bikinis. Isn't strange? Yeah, <laughs> there really is. It's 10 o'clock at night, it's chilly, the beach is nowhere in sight. No, but there are beach-clad people showing up here. Anyway... So it might be our cue to go. <laughs> All right. So and we'll, fireworks going on. Even though we off. already cheered, we'll <laughs> cheer again. Toast. Whatever. And until uh, 1991. Bye. Bye.